Well, Tracy, today's conversation is going to be a fun one because we're talking about boundaries with the in-laws. This would have been a great one for us to talk about, say, 20 years ago or so. But before we get to three really practical steps to take, Tracy, who should be listening to this? What are some dynamics that people should maybe be aware of to know that they should keep listening? Yeah, couples out there, if you fight every time you're getting ready to go for a family visit or to the family reunion, because both of your families or one of your families is hard to deal with, um, this is a good topic for you. It's definitely showing that there's probably some boundaries that you need to have in place. Let me just give you a couple of examples that happens with a lot of couples. Picture yourself, you're going to your family reunion and your spouse is like, "Ugh, when you get around your family, you're just a different person. You're moodier, you're judgmental, you get crazy. I mean, I don't know. Another thing might be your spouse will say to you, I just feel like you totally ignore me when we're with your family. I'm like not even a person. Or maybe some of you have the really bad thing where there's triangulation in the family where maybe your mother-in-law talks behind your back to your sister-in-law because she doesn't like something that you're doing. And so when you're getting ready to go see the family, you're just like, ugh, you know, who's talking about me now or who's gossiping now? So these are just a couple of examples the bottom line is, if you feel like you and your spouse are fighting about family dynamics of either of your families, then it's time to have some conversations to get boundaries in place to protect you and your marriage. So if you're still listening, here are three steps to drawing boundaries with your in-laws. Tracy, the first one is to look inward. Take an honest look at yourself and how are you feeling before you even go to your spouse about it. Right. So... Each of you needs to kind of take the time to look at yourself. When you're fighting with your spouse about going to see his family or your family, you need to stop and be like, okay, how do I play a part in this? How do I get stressed out or anxious when I'm going to his family? Or what do we fight about where he doesn't like about when we go to my family? And just really take some time to look inward and be honest with yourself about the angst that you feel, the stress that you feel, and when you're feeling it, and what the dynamics or situations are surrounding that, so that you're ready to go have a conversation with your spouse to say, okay, here's where I'm coming from. Yeah, because if you don't do that, you might respond out of emotions, and you might end up saying something about your spouse's mom that you're going to regret later. Exactly, which I'm sure a lot of couples have done. So the evaluation piece is really about just identifying what you're feeling and why. All right. Then step two is to talk about it. This is pretty obvious. Have an honest conversation with your spouse. This is where both of you have to really learn how to express your true feelings. Right. So if I need to come to you and say, hey, when we get around your family, it just feels really unsafe because I feel like my mother-in-law, your mom is, is judging me or she doesn't like how we discipline our kids or how we spend money or whatever it is. You know, the responsibility then in that part of our conversation is for you to say, you know what, I don't want you to feel unsafe around my family. What can we do to start to mitigate that? What boundaries might we need to put in place to help with that? So this might be a good place to remind people about these two communication tips. Use I feel because statements, first of all. What does that mean? Yeah, so if you are expressing to me some stress or something that you're frustrated about with my family, you're going to say, I feel this way because whatever the situation. Instead of saying, you're such a jerk or your mom's such a jerk or your right. dad's your such a jerk. Your family's crazy and I hate to be around them. Definitely not the right way to start that. Right. And the second thing then is to use what I hear you saying is, right? So if your spouse is 
explaining how they feel instead of you just rebutting. You need to make sure to go in and say, here's what I hear you saying. This is how you feel because of this. Right. And I think that's really key that in the talking about it time, this is about you and your spouse getting on the same page. That's just basic communication that this isn't the time to bash each other's families. You're you're naturally going to defend your own family. So don't start your conversation by accusing your spouse and that his family or your family is crazy. What you need to say is when we're around your family or when I get around my family, I get stressed out for these reasons. How can we as a couple work together to build some boundaries in place so this doesn't ruin our marriage and relationship? And that's the third step is to establish those boundaries. This conversation's great, but if it doesn't actually end in an action step, then you haven't really helped anything. Right, and this is key. So if if I have an issue with, let's say your mom, And we talk about that and we decide, okay, the boundary is if my mom is critical of you and I hear it, that I will step in and say, hey, mom, that's not a kind thing to say or whatever. I'll come to your defense that you would have a conversation about what does a boundary look like that's going to show protection of my feelings. And then it's your job to go to your family to have that conversation. It's not my job to go talk to my mother-in-law. It's your job. So, right, as you're establishing boundaries, it's important for whoever's family needs to have a boundary drawn that it's that person's family of origin, that you're the spokesperson for your marriage. So, Tracy, what if a couple goes through these three steps and they approach their parents or the in-laws and they just don't respect the boundary? What do you do then? Well, this is where it gets hard because biblically speaking, when you get married, you are one with your spouse. The Bible doesn't talk about being one with your parents. So that might be a different conversation of saying we might have to draw a boundary of limiting the amount of time we spend with the family if they're not honoring boundaries or acknowledging them or respecting them. Ephesians 5.31 says, As the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. And then verse 33 says, So each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and a wife must respect her husband. It doesn't say anything about parents or in-laws right there, does it? No. And so I think that that's where, as a couple, you guys have to decide together what are the right boundaries for us, even if it means with our own families. So couples don't just keep having fights about the in-laws. Use these three steps to draw some boundaries and create a healthier marriage. 